Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Identico After Dark, our weekly uh, nerdy little podcast where we talk about video games, board games, TV, music, movies, and more. My name is Mallow, and I am joined with my co-conspirator, Alex the Humanoid. How you doing, sir? Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? This was going to be a different type of episode for us tonight. Uh, At least for the first for our a block yeah um we'll we'll get to fun stuff later yeah we'll try to bring the yucks later we usually try to do this as an entertainment show we try to bring the yucks and uh yeah we're gonna talk about some serious shit up front first okay um thank you for joining us live in the chat uh we see you there uh we appreciate uh everybody who's sub subbing donating We'll get to that in, uh, in just a minute, but uh, we wanted to take just a second to talk about um, Texas. And uh, for those of you who've been following the game for a long time, uh, we're not fans of the state, to put it mildly. Um, we wrote it in the book as a religious theocracy that had left everybody else. We put them under arms embargoes. And if you read into Finds of Chaos, you could you could see what we did there. Um, and we wrote them that way for a reason. Everything we wrote was, was stuff that we saw happening. And today we saw more of it happening for those that that saw. Um, you want to break down the news, Mallow? What the, the good old governor of Texas did today. So, bringing it up in here, but uh, earlier today, uh, Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott signed an executive order um, targeting trans children. Um, and target is the right word because it is almost completely and utterly targeted at a single group of people who don't deserve anything that they are getting in all of this. Um, the order went into effect uh, only by executive order. Uh, essentially charging anybody, uh, charging parents or caretakers. Uh, mandatory any, reporters. Mandatory reporters, etc. Uh, that would have to basically alert authorities uh if they suspected that a child was going through uh a transition or was already transitioned um 
reporting them to the Department of Family and Parental Services in yeah. Texas um, for child abuse. It's much harder to talk about than I thought it was going to be. Um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up the ball for a sec. Um, here's the deal. First off, you are, are targeting a community for no other reason than you don't like them. You don't want them. Um, this kind of fits with what Texas has been up to lately, trying to trying to push the bounds of what they think they can get away with. And it's not okay. Um, honestly, it's legally dubious. Um, it's definitely bigoted. Um, and there's no real purpose to it but to cause trauma and problems for this community and for their families um specifically here it's mandatory reporters which would include like school teachers who suspect that a child is trans and that the parents may be getting them trans treatments it is required to re report it to the state of texas uh, and that's that's and, and tip in the chat is brilliant children up to 18 years of age here's the thing uh, it's up to 18 years of age, and 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 that's the part where it's like, really, like, no, I can't even, I can't even begin with this. Um, pushback on this has been immediate. Um, obviously, we were disgusted when we heard about this and what was going on there, um, on so many different levels. Just, you know. I, I can't even what even serves as a sign that's a very good question mr gunpowder i don't know i i don't know the answer to that question um i have the order up in front of me uh it's purposely written to be vague so they can put it to whatever they want it to be and he they they quote some some court cases that were actually overturned they talk about hormonal blockers they talk about sterilization the fact of the matter is, is that Medicare doesn't allow for reassignment surgery until you're 21, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, and they can't do anything which would be considered permanently sterilizing until they're 21. Anyway, uh, so not only, not only does the order not make sense, not only is it bigoted, but it doesn't make sense. Um, I think they're going to get sued into oblivion tomorrow. Uh, and I don't think that it's going to go the way that they want. It is. Yeah. Um, I also think that they're going to get a lot of pushback um, in ways that, that they're going to do this. Um, my suspicion, and I'll be watching for the next couple of days, um, ACO, you'll do it. It'll be basically the first person that 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 they try and fire um, for not reporting, because um, they'll have to wait for a case. That being said, I think what may happen before then, if history is any indication, is I I have a feeling um, they're gonna get they're gonna roll this back. Um, they're helping SCOTUS will back them. Bit players has 
And the interesting thing is, I don't know if SCOTUS will. Um, I actually, the other one that I have up in front of me as kind of reference for what's going on right now, um, this one kind of flew under the radar. This happened in 2019. They issued what was called the Bostock decision. What's interesting about the Bostock decision, it was actually written by Neil Gorsuch, who was uh, Trump's first Supreme Court nominee. And when he issued this decision on behalf of the majority of the court, it horked off the far right of the Republican Party something fierce because Gorsuch was actually the one that said, sorry, LGBTQ people are covered under Title VII. You cannot discriminate based on Title VII because it is discrimination based on sex, period. It just is, right? And they were really, really shocked that Gorsuch ruled that way and that Gorsuch wrote that decision, but he did. I don't think the court's going to come down on their side on this one because, again, it's too broad and it's too this. If they don't, the only reason they won't is they'll they'll issue it as a state's rights issue and they'll they'll just not do anything. They'll do a very narrow ruling like they did with the abortion law because that tends to be the way they're running right now. I think what will probably happen before that is similar to what happened in Indiana when, at that time, Governor Mike Pence tried to pass a anti-LGBTQ law. And the list of people and the list of organizations that came against him was Apple, Angie's List, PayPal, Salesforce, the NBA, USA Track and Field, and the NCAA. Um, and so uh, Governor Pence at that time signed an anti-LGBTQ law, and basically every company under the sun said, if you don't roll this back, we're done with you, Indiana. Like, we're it's over. And especially with the tech industry and how they've moved into Austin and things like that, I would imagine there are PR teams sitting up tonight getting ready to send a letter to governor abbott tomorrow saying watch how fast we can pull out of here um that's the hope we're done with you um and i'd be looking at everybody from the nba the nm the mlb the nfl you know apple yeah. amazon spacex blue origin you name yep. it all of them Google. are probably going to push back pretty hard on this and if there's one thing that republicans don't want is they don't want the coffers dry and if a bunch of tech companies go, we're done bringing people in and we're going to start moving out, it will it will end this really, really fast. Um, again, we're really, really, really frustrated. Hopefully they'll just bail on the state. I, I hope they do. But again, you know, maybe we should have just nuked Texas and Identico. Uh, I mean, it's the, I, and here's the thing. The Republicans are running scared in that state. And the, the, the reason they're doing this is they're really, 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 really trying to drive out their base because they are one or two election cycles from turning blue and they know it. They absolutely know it. Um, bring this guy down a little farther. Yep. <laughs> um, I, uh, they know it. So they're they're trying to drive out their base. They're trying to bring in more conservatives. And I think that ultimately it's not going to work. But for the time being, they're going to cause a lot of damage to a very vulnerable community. And, yeah. and it's just, it's not okay. Sean, you want to? Yeah, I, I have struggled with this for a little while because... Um, at no point in time 
uh, is any human being on this planet able to claim uh, fiefdom or um, rights over another human being based on, you know, the color of their skin, sexual orientation, religion, you know, who they present as, none of that. It, it, it is beyond me and beyond my understanding why people think that they can get away with something like that and why they feel that somebody else presenting a certain way somehow fucks up their moral code in life when it ain't about you the self-centered and horrific nature of things like this when all they want to do is be the center of attention for it is it's unfathomable and the duality of so much of this where you have a state where Wearing a mask to school is too traumatizing, but to help hmm? those who can't help themselves. But, you know, let's target trans kids who actually just need love and just need some affirmations that they are allowed to exist. And they need that from home. And foster care, CPF, CPS, all of that in America is already tough enough as it is. It is a messy and a broken system that leads to a bunch of broken homes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes for no real reason. And so you're essentially asking these people who have to look at kids in the middle of this and now make a decision whether a kid should exist as they want to exist or not. Or you're asking teachers who, let's be honest, have never been paid enough to do their jobs, have never been supported enough to do their jobs, to now sell out the kids that they love to do this. It's fucking stupid. Uh, here's the other thing too um, uh, and, and VT Pilot in the chat brings this up they're trying to get rid of teachers with policies and whatnot too anyways this will just help accelerate this crap this is a lot of what's going on throughout the, the south right now throughout Tennessee, Virginia, Arkansas and there have and I've seen a lot of teachers talk about the fact that they're just they're, they're just done down there they're just like we can't um, they're getting ready to leave um a lot of teachers who aren't teachers who are mandatory reporters and, and teachers should be mandatory reporters. Uh, one of the downsides, one of the major downsides to the, the schools being closed during COVID is teachers did not have access to children who were actually being abused because a lot of times it is the teachers who see this first, who notice this stuff first. But now you're asking them to report on something that's not something that they need to be reporting on. Uh, and... and and I'm sure they're going to get 
major pushback from within the state from from a lot of mandatory reporters and doctors like you doctors are mandatory reporters you're gonna get mds now who are who are treating these kids or psychiatrists or social workers who are working with these kids who now are required to report it to the state like are you freaking kidding me like like this is not gonna fly more than 10 seconds um the, the first rule of it is to do no harm and things like this are harming they, people. They go they go in the exact opposite of it. Yep. Um I just want to I just want to end this particular segment and we can continue talking about it in the chat if y'all want to, but I just want to make it very clear. Um very clear. Um and if it hasn't been clear from the beginning, um, you know, this is obviously an important topic to us, but more importantly, uh, all are welcome at an identical table. Yep. And if you don't want to welcome people based on certain religious POCs, LGBTQ, maybe don't play our game. Because you're missing the entire point of the game. It is inherently political what we write. Yeah. Um, and if you don't think I, that we're not trying to be welcoming for all the groups that are out there, I, I don't know what else to do for you. Because, you and, know. And here's the thing. There are, uh, I'm going to add this too. There are people who legit, like legit, you don't understand and and i get a lot of people and i've talked to a lot of people um for those that don't know i'm also uh still in the military part-time and i meet a lot of different people there people from small towns things like that there are people who are not exposed to the lgbtq community or haven't had a lot of exposure to them who again don't even necessarily that don't dislike them but they really they're really confused I want to invite you because a lot of y'all in the chat come to the store that I have there in Seattle. If at any point you want to say, I don't get it, that's not a bad thing. And that's not something you should be ashamed of. If you want to learn or grow or experience more of this, please come talk. I am happy, happy to talk to you about stuff like this. Um, so so again a lot of a lot of this these movements can come from misunderstanding and fear which comes from ignorance and that's no i'm not saying ignorance in the pejorative way i'm saying it of i'm ignorant of rocket science <laughs> i can't make a spaceship right if you don't know that's okay but before you pop off with something that you may regret later or that, or that you think might hurt someone, come talk to me first. I'll be happy to talk to you in a very respectful, meaningful way about what this community is all about and, and why we write and do the things that we do. We cover business and tech and cyberpunk and all these things for a reason. Like we could have written a D&D 5e campaign setting and probably been more successful monetarily, right? We do this because we believe in the message that we're trying to say. Um, 
and out there. And right now, I actually want to point out, uh, Mr. Gunpowder just gifted five tier one subs. So today, and we're, we're settling on which one, today, any subs or donations uh, that come in in the form of bits or anything else are going straight to charity. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do uh, Equality Texas or Trevor Project or who well, one of the ones that are out there. Yeah, one of the ones that are out there. But everything that we few. get today, um, yeah. we're donating to the charities down there to help people. Um, that's what we're going to do because thank you, Bit Player. Um, thank you very much. Um, we're that's what we're about right yeah. um it's identico is satirical in a lot of ways and it's and it's meant that way to to point out the flaws in the systems in the ways that uh vt pilot wow. just gifted 20 Thank subs you. wow thank you so much ryan i really appreciate it thank you sir um um, but it's written, yeah, it's all, written that way, not as a how to manual, but as a, as a, as a, the, the entire goal. And we've said this from the beginnings to show that people banding together and working together can actually make change. Uh, and that is no more present in the real world than it ever is currently right now. And has been for, uh, the number of unprecedented times, especially our generation has dealt with lately. Um, the game is a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun running the game with folks and I have a lot of fun doing things, uh, at the table, especially cause rolling dice and just seeing people as people across mm -hmm. the table, even this is going to sound like that Robert Downey Jr. Quote from Tropic Thunder, but like seeing people role playing as other people <laughs> across the table actually does break down barriers. It actually does connect you despite so, the theater aspect. And that's that's something I never want to give up. And that's something that I hope that we bring to you every week and, and even in the store. And I will tell you this because I've had multiple, not one, but multiple people tell me that part of their process in transitioning, and this is people in the gaming community, was they would start by playing... And it helped them with their transition by playing as a different, that other identity, the one that they really were, helped them, right? Like, it gave them that ability to explore that other gender identity in a safe space, right? That, that they couldn't be afforded in the real world. Yeah. And so... That's one of the good things you can do with tabletop RPGs. It's one of the things that we want to do is provide that space. Everybody who sat down at the table with us, like, we have a code of conduct, right? And it's a page long, and it's a page long for a reason, right? And and it's because we're all there to have fun, we're all there to play a game, but it should be a place where you are 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 safe to play as or do whatever fits who you want to be again the, the term identico is an esperanto word for identity yeah right 
the whole concept of the game from the like, when Mallow and I titled it was about what is identity and who are you on a micro and a macro level, right? The whole concept, the chip, everything that we wrote relates to the concept of identity and who you are as a person. So if, if anybody's surprised that this kind of thing like makes us shake our heads and makes us so mad, yeah, you haven't been paying attention. Um, thank you all in the chat for all of the the subs for all the stuff. Uh, this is gonna come. Uh, Robert Aaron Brooks says it really does. It's one of my favorite parts since discovering uh, TTRPGs. I'm assuming you're referring to being able to explore other identities, and that's that's wonderful, right? And uh, yeah, um, again, the whole concept was about identity, folks. That was our idea. Um, and and don't get me wrong, weird world we live in. Well, and we've seen we've seen from the beginning the types of folks that come and sit down at our table, um, and it is it was encouraging early on. Um, and and I will say, the thing I will leave you with, obviously, besides you know our our tables are safe spaces no matter what, doesn't matter what game we're playing, our our tables are safe spaces no matter what. But um, you cannot assume somebody's identity and somebody's background and history by looking at them. Mm -hmm. And when you get that opportunity to get a glimpse into their world, again, that breaks down barriers and that introduces you to whole new concepts and things you never would have thought you had seen before. And, um, it's, uh, it's, it's the greatest thing about TTRPG. It's the greatest thing about, uh, um, collaborative storytelling and i hope it never changes and i hope that this i hope that this group especially those that are here tonight uh never lose sight of that and you know i know yep. y'all won't because i can't y'all have sat this at our tables and and if you if you are having any questions or any doubts hit us up in the discord we're always happy to chat like, yep. mr gunpower blip player vt pilot captain moore yep all y'all we appreciate you. Thank you for for donating sub tonight. Again, all of that the revenue from tonight's subs and bits will go to a LGBTQ charity. Um, yeah, with with our with our love and support when it comes to it. Yep. So from from our team. Yep. Um, I, and I will say that from from our entire team, and I haven't talked with all of them today, but I guarantee you that they will uh, they will back us on. Us. Yeah, on the things that we said tonight. So, um, you know, we love you all. This yep. is not the end of the stream, by the way. We we're love not, you all, but we wanted to start with the most important stuff first and get first. it out there. Yeah. Um, so That's why we, we appreciate you. Cold open today. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, by the way, if y'all have questions or comments, feel free to drop them in the pat- chat. A few ID points for this. We'll, we'll talk tomorrow, <laughs> Cap- uh, Captain Moore. Um, he needs it after last week (laughs) please drop it in the chat let's move on to some fun stuff how about that um yeah let's uh let's shake it out we got some take a breath yeah take a breath um 
Oh, actually, I got one. We didn't hit it in the rundown. You want to do something different? All right, we didn't gonna, hit it in the rundown. Now we're gonna try to. Now we're gonna try to. Let's bring some. We'll try to bring we some upbeat. We had to completely. The world's going to shit, but let's try to keep it upbeat. Yeah. Okay. At least we're not talking about you know possible nuclear war. <laughs> Vladimir Putin <laughs> is a bad man. Okay. Uh, Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah, no, I put that in my rundown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it. So Street yeah. Fighter Six. Let's start with Fighter Six. Uh, by the way, that picture of Ryu, like, wow. <laughs> There's some good memes going out. By the way, if you have not seen it, look for the look for the Ryu memes based on the announcement yesterday. Um, uh it's hilarious. There's, there's, okay. So there's so much to let's let's be petty. How, how are they calling? Let's be how petty are they for a the second. Street Fighter Six. This is like the 15th Street Fighter game. It can really is. Get your, can y'all get your naming conventions <laughs> under fucking control here? Like, yeah. look, Street Fighter I, I think I think Street Fighter 15 probably would not come off is quite as well. <laughs> but that Street Fighter Six logo looks god awful. Yeah, Mr. Gunpowder says it looks so bland. It is. It's been okay. So, in in a lot of the things that I had to do with branding and things no, like that, it like, really is boring. It 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 has been pointed out by Kotaku and others that it looks like an eighty dollar piece of clip art that you can actually so, get on the internet. The only thing I can think of that they're doing here, because this is what it reminds me of deeply and i've been talking and i've been working with a lot of these people lately to the store it really feels like they're trying to go for this like heavy esports team vibe because that's what it looks like yeah it looks like an up-and-coming esports team's logo <laughs> right <laughs> it like, looks like it looks like what you would pay like the the kids at like i don't know the kid down the street to make you a logo you, for you your literally team. yeah you went on on fiverr yeah and you were like I need a logo for my esports team, and you paid somebody thirty bucks, and this yeah. is what they crapped out for you in forty minutes. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Captain War in the chat says twenty ninety nine Street Fighter Two is holograms fighting each other. <laughs> Let the Wookie win. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yep. But for real, it also it looks like there's a ton of memes out there. But it looks like oh uh, it looks terrible. like an old Taiwanese uh, retailer logo. They got that. From the I from the BC news in there, um, Sunfar 3C is a major <laughs> electronics chain selling gaming computers, peripherals, video games, and gadgets. Who did uh, that line? Me. <laughs> Terminator like, in the chat says they might have gotten better if they'd actually paid them thirty dollars. It's entirely possible. <laughs> like, it's wow, terrible. there's a bunch of pictures from Google Maps about showing the logo actually in Taiwan too. Holy fuck, man. Um, it's terrible. I mean, come on, y'all. Do better. <laughs> Remember a couple of weeks ago when I said I wasn't going to cuss as much on this so we could stream it at the store and Texas. I've been streaming it. I've been streaming the store regardless. Texas cool. is Texas. It looks like. Oh, this is a good one. It looks like the notification badge on uh, on Discord when you don't have a picture and it's just SF with the little six red six thing next yeah. to it. There you like, go. That's terrible. Know. Also, that picture, Ryu. Yeah, I mean, even I'm like, mm, 
Like, this is how bad. <laughs> let me put it this way. This is how bad. <laughs> by Cooler Master. Uh, yes. The chat. Street Fighter 6 is presented by Cooler Maxer and Monster Energy Drink. Um, oh, it's terrible. You know, there's going to be a monster tie in, too. Yeah. Well, right? I mean. Like, I've been trying to get a hold of the Halo monster drinks to the store for like two weeks now. It's terrible. Oh my god. I mean, here's the thing. You know a logo uh, is so bad when design blogs start picking it up. Like, design blogs that I use for my designers at work and stuff like that have yeah. picked up on how bad the logo is. So, I just... Um, also, it's in a hexagon, but not an octagon, so I guess they couldn't steal UFC. I don't know. Like... I <laughs> It's not that far off Cooler Masters. Okay, now I gotta go look up the Cooler Master logo. Oh, uh... Oh, jeez, you're right! Seriously, <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, 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 what, yeah. What is going on here? All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I mean, it's... And, and I actually like Street Fighter, okay? Oh, no, like, I do, too. I'm a fan. Right, I have so many like happy memories of playing Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Um, but like, here's the thing: I can still do impressions of the thing. Monster tied punching sheetrock. <laughs> <laughs> Just Kool Aid Manning through okay. the window. Okay, come on, busting the car in Street Fighter 2 Turbo, like yeah. the, the breaking the car like thing, was one of the most fun things to do in that game. It was like. Right, yep, and Chun Li was always the, Chun Li and E Honda were the best ones at it because they had E Honda had the hundred hand yep. slap, and then Chun Li had the little kick, the lightning went, kick. Do, 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 do. Yep. Okay. Um, the best part of Street Fighter is the fact that Guile's theme music goes with anything. My char the character's name is Kyle. Kyle punching sheetrock. Very nice. Very nice. I love it. But I mean, uh, so to, to carry this forward, though, it's like, remember when Mortal Kombat changed their logo when it went all gritty for next gen consoles and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, yeah, that fit because they carried that gritty style through to the rest of the game. Well, and it, it, it still had it's fun kind of in their thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, just like, I don't know, like, and somehow they made the graphics better and like everything more fluid and stuff. It but looks like, like a bad esports logo. I'm I'm interested to see what the graphics of Street Fighter look like if they're just trying to basically rip off Mortal Kombat. Because I mean, I have a sneaking serious. suspicion it's going to be a lot of concrete and pavement and like uh, weird stuff like that. Y'all go look at like the INS Arms logo and the Identica Core rulebook. Go look at a bunch of those logos. Like there's a bunch of those. Mallow spent a lot of. Do you know how many? And I'm gonna tell you guys this is a little bit of inside baseball. Do you know how many text messages I got from Mallow going? Go look at these nine logo designs, right? <laughs> Our humanoid logo, the Identico logo, okay? Do you know how many times I have looked and tried to see the difference between two <laughs> logo sets and, like, gone through and, like, he's like, okay, number them, right? Because he and I have a numbering convention where it's it's down and then down. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, I like four, seven, nine, and this, and here's why, and da-da-da. Like, the Identico After Dark logo, right? Everything the, the the Angel Cities logo, right? Like everything that we have done, right? <laughs> like, like it takes work. You got to put in the work. What and I have tools like prove this? <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I want to have a conversation. This I want to have a conversation. Sounds like you're it sounds like, like you're tasting one that will taste the same. <laughs> 
What does the wine taste like? Red. <laughs> tastes like red. It tastes like booze. It's fun. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm dead serious. Like <sighs> this, my 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 co-conspirator here is a professional designer for one of the largest corporations on the planet, right? And he brought all of that design stuff to Identica. There's reasons behind everything. And believe me, he and I have sat and looked at logos for hours. I have pages of logos that now, to be I fair, took down. Yes. He at least he at least consults his non-designer partner <laughs> on the logos. Yeah. And at least asks what I think and which ones I like the best. Or right. or when I get really excited that I was able to extrapolate the Identico logo from the book. Uh, into all 65 versions you need to have a full logo suite. That was a good Saturday afternoon. And then I got yeah. really excited because I had it for the copyright and the trademark and it was, wasn't was needed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here's all the logos that we could possibly use. And the lawyers were like, nah, we just need the one. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yep. Sounds good, I guess. both you and Identico. Yeah. yeah. By the way, if you want to go through some fun stuff, do sit with lawyers for two hours and discuss copyright and trademark law. Yeah. <laughs> and which versions of which logos we're copywriting, so that we don't get in trouble later. Uh, speaking uh, of uh, speaking of fun uh, gaming companies, you want to talk about Activision now? Yeah. Which piece you want? Let's let's start with since we're talking about you know repeated video games. Let's start with COD. <laughs> No God's Call of Duty next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Mel and I were talking about this uh, when we were working on the rundown. I think this is a good idea. I think Call of Duty needs a break. Okay. Um, Assassin's Creed got better when Ubisoft stopped doing them yearly. Yes. Um, you mean Microsoft? Well, we're getting to that. That's the second part of the story we're going to talk about. That. Because there's, there's a few interesting developments that probably flew over people's radar about that Activision deal. Um, so I'm kind of glad that COD's taking a break. Yes. Um, it's needed because uh, uh, even according to uh, even according to EA, uh, COD didn't hit numbers like they thought it would. Um uh oh and i just thought of something else too we'll talk about it in a second cod didn't hit numbers uh warzone in the pacific did not do what they wanted it to do i mean it's still we looked at this right before we went live it's still in the top 10 of streamed games and it's still a hot esport commodity um a lot of the big call of duty streamers several of them are now on youtube streaming instead of twitch so that obviously tanks the numbers a little bit but you know, I see the I see the Tim the Tapmans and the Doctor Disrespects and the Z Laners of the world and stuff. You know, with forty fifty thousand viewers apiece uh, during the daytime, so it's still being held on a little bit by that. But yeah, Warzone's pretty stale. Let's be honest about that. Like it is, you know. Uh, in the chat, it's also forcing a series to be early. Let's it grow and take time. Yeah, if only they would apply. If only EA would apply that to Madden then I would not want to throw things. True. Uh, I like the I like cod, cod fish with guns. <laughs> you mean uh, Patrick from... <laughs> no, I want to see SpongeBob and Patrick just like fully Ramboed out now. Um, out of the FPS games that came out this year, I think Halo came out the best. Yeah, 
I'd say that's probably true. Battlefield 2042 was a dumpster fire. Thank you for mentioning what just popped in my head a minute ago, because, oh, it, have they done a shit show this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield, yeah. Battlefield, uh, and, and I'm just gonna, I wish Art was here. Uh, my friend Kaiser Von Grauer, twitch.tv slash Kaiser Von Grauer. Um, he and I used to stream Battlefield uh, all the time. We used to do 24-hour mm -hmm. charity streams. Uh, we, he has been, he's a Twitch partner for a long time. Uh, 2042 was terrible. Very, very bad. Um, for me, it's been a long streak of terrible Battlefield games because I didn't like Battlefield 5 or Battlefield 1. Um, looking back at them, uh, Kaiser's busy at the moment. I know, but his community would have come over here and watched him because we would have had a complaint session about um, Battlefield. Battlefield and they would have been here for it. Um, but so so when I say that I've, I've played a lot of Battlefield, I've had thousands of hours in the game in a whole community of other streamers, your big brother, Steve, uh, a ton of other folks that like, uh, you know, Vince's graphic, all these guys. Um, we used to be real tight. That used to be my own, my own, my channel before this used to be streaming Battlefield pretty damn regularly. In fact, most of my clips for my intro are from Battlefield with Kaiser, mm -hmm. actually. Um, earlier this week, <laughs> they basically blamed Battlefield's uh, downfall on another game. Um, you don't then, sound like those directors blaming Marvel movies for your movies doing crap at the box office. The quote was basically, Halo Infinite made it tough for Battlefield. The voice of Master Chief. And... No. And then they went on to blame their own community for not supporting their piece of crap game. That's not how this works, man. That is not Again, how this it, works. Y'all sound like Scorsese being like, the Irishman did crap on Netflix because everybody wants to watch Marvel movies. Shut the hell up. Not only... No. Halo has its issues. I enjoy the multiplayer of Halo right now, but it gets boring after like half an hour because it's the same maps in the same gameplay that's been out there for a while. That's fine, though, because... When you get into a Halo game, that's what you want. It's a very competent shooter. Uh, it it has its mechanics. You know what you're getting with, with the game. All Battlefield 2042 had to do was go back to Battlefield 4 and update the graphics. That's it. That's all they had to do. Everything else was fine. But they didn't. They went off and did some other stupid stuff and made the game basically unplayable. So not only was the gameplay loop unsatisfactory and unsatisfying for a, for a, a player, but the uh, amount and type of the bugs and everything else that comes along with a big first-person shooter release and stuff like that was inexcusable. And then to say that like the content, the first season, wasn't going to come out until June of this year is just the game's been out since October, I think. I want to say it's been, uh, it been out, out some It was out before the store opened because yeah. we it was one of the first five games we bought for the PS5 that we've got in the building. Yeah. Uh, you might want we to, were hoping it was going to be good. Yeah, you probably probably want to see if you can get your money back. Um, <laughs> so like that's like it's just it's inconceivable. Like as a major company EA 
to be doing that and then to have their community managers blaming their own community for the lack of success for it. Um, and I've it's seen bananas. it's bananas and I, 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 I hate it for a lot of the streamers who went and made Twitch partner and this is now their lives who were, you know, streaming battlefield for so long and it's literally unplayable. And they've had to all find new games. They've had, I mean, it's like a survivor side where, like, we all sit around the bar and talk about the good old days, you know, when a game was actually competent. So it didn't even um, work when you got to it, too. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of crap games, uh, <laughs> Steam is implementing some stuff which I can only think are there to hit the shovelware developers. Um, so Steam announced that they are changing their discount rules for devs on Steam. Um, that if they run a launch discount, once it ends, they can't run any other ones for 28 days. You can't discount your product for 28 days following a price increase in any currency. You cannot run a discount within 28 days of your prior discount. Um, discounts for seasonal sale events cannot be run within 28 days of releasing your title. So all your Steam summer, spring, fall, all your Steam sales where you end up spending too much money on games that you never play. And let's just not talk about on top of my Warhammer pile yes. of shame. I have a Steam pile of shame of cool games that I bought and either played once and then like forgot about. Yeah. Um I'm still waiting to play. What game was it? Uh, Knockout City. You and I played that. We, we played that it. Stream. We played it like it's two a fun times. Game. I I enjoyed it. Joe went and bought we, the game, which is amazing, by the way, and still hasn't played it with you. I I'll be honest. I I actually really that was probably one of the best games that I've bought recently. Um, just because the aesthetic was so much fun. Um, so Steam did this. Any of you who followed Valve for a while knows that valve has this tendency to change policies or release stuff valve as a company is very opaque they are very quiet internally you yes. very rarely see leaks they don't talk much and they have this tendency to release these broad policy changes and all this broad stuff really rapidly without any warning or any explanation um so this doesn't surprise me that Valve did it, but they're not saying why. I can only think that what they're trying to do, oh, they also limited the discount things. You can't reduce over 90 and under 10%. So it has to be between all 10 and 90%. Yeah. There, the limit. there are laws my, on the books, um, and I know this from, from my day job. There are laws on the books that, that do very similar to this, that restrict... Um, how many times you can run a promotion because if you have a, a, a manufacturer's like an MSRP oh yeah yeah if it's if it's always on promotion it can no yeah. longer be the MSRP then whatever it's always yep. on promotion for becomes the MSRP uh, yep. by by trade so I don't know if this is in reaction to like digital pieces and stuff like that happening but no idea I'm I'm actually good seeing this because the the anytime that you game the system like that it, it's rough because it puts a lot of other, and we and we deal with this with the price of Identico in certain things, uh, in certain other markets that are very similar to Steam, um, and and it's the well, we're just gonna we're gonna put it out there for you know a buck ninety nine, and then we're gonna immediately slash it fifty percent, so it looks cool, and it looks great. Can't 
Yeah, you can't yeah. do it. Can't do it. You know, that's just that's not that's what you know. First off, you're not even making any money. But second off, it's it's anti-competitive uh, trade. Yeah. And so the only thing I can guess about is again they're fighting the shovelware people that are playing games with discounts to move units. Um, that's my best guess on yeah. what they're doing here. You see it actually on drive through and a couple of the other tabletop sites where people will do that pretty frequently. Um, and drive through doesn't have those restrictions, but we still don't do it anyway. Now, the weird thing is, is that we only have so much control over the discount system. I'm sure Valve's the same way. Um, we can put something on discount, but they can also do it just of their own volition if they bloody well feel like it. Um, yeah. It's just this. The shovelware needs to stop. Yes. I agree with you. And and so when Epic first announced their game store, one of the things that I thought they were doing right was curated. It's one of the issues I've seen with DriveThru RPG and Itch.io and a lot of the places that are both great for independent designers yes. and publishers, and I'm glad they exist. The problem is you will always have people who are taking advantage of that system. I mean... And, and I've seen so much complaining on Steam, and I've seen it on DriveThru, too, of asset flip, asset flip, asset flip, right? Where it's, we basically release the same game over and over again with different assets. D&D. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. Um, aside from doing what Epic's doing, which is to curate your game store. And they got a lot of blowback for doing that that I thought was a little unfair at the time i think it's i think it was it's an interesting experiment especially since you've got the the basically free market economy of steam um but from both a searchability standard for the end users and a developer from like alex and i's perspective right mm -hmm. trying to get seen like if you look at drive through RPG, the top things are all the same things that are at the damn game store because they're being paid to be put there. Just like on Steam, you're p you pay well, for placement. And, and if you are an independent developer trying to make it on a site like that or like Steam, and you've got nothing but shovelware and asset flips, you know, looking like everywhere. they're burning up the charts or whatever, you get buried under that algorithm easily. And that was that was one of the reasons why making Silver Bestseller on DTRPG, which actually isn't a lot of copies, um, but what it does in that system is it puts us in the top 13% of products on the site, which helps us in the long term get to viability. Uh, that's why it's really important. Uh, so it, It's super important. what it's worth. Yeah. Well, and it's why we... It's why we ask of, and we will give up as much as we can when it comes to, you know, word of mouth advertising, because it's the one time, it's the one thing that, that tends to work most of the time is when somebody that you know suggests something that they like to you, then it works. Um, and no algorithm or terrible, you know, uh, ad placement or anything like that can can do better than you know people helping people imagine that <laughs> theme for the um, show tonight <laughs> real quick and speaking of theme for the show tonight for those that are new in the chat and may have missed the first like half an hour uh i did want to just toss out there again 
Uh, we discussed what was going on down in Texas and our absolute disgust with that. Um, I show you a couple of you who've probably popped in because you got gifted a sub. All gifted subs, all bits tonight will be donated to the Trevor Project and other LGBTQ charities um, in response to the absolute BS nonsense going down in Texas. So if you missed that part, go back and watch what we had to say about that. But basically, we're super disgusted with what's going on in Texas right now. And anything you give us tonight is immediately being donated to charity to help support the people who are going to be down there and a uh, and be damaged by those policies that Texas is trying to enact because they're shitheads. Um, Speaking of shitheads, we'll talk about that more later. Which shithead would you like to talk about now? Uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Oh, let's talk about Berkshire. Okay. <laughs> So some of you probably don't know who Berkshire is. Berkshire is the company that is owned by a man who you may have heard of. His name is Warren Buffett, and he's one of the richest people on the planet, right? And Berkshire Hathaway does a little bit of everything. What's yeah. interesting, and I think it's going to cause Berkshire to be investigated, is it was just reported. He's like, uh, they're saying he, he he's trying to clear it up now. Berkshire Hathaway acquired $975 million in Activision stock just before the Microsoft acquisition was announced. And when he, when that happened, his stock gained 23% value, which when you buy $975 million with a stock is about $30 million. Yeah. Or no, sorry, $200 million. Yeah. Um, it went up by about 22.5%. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that he's full of crap. I think the SEC will end up investigating that. Um, Chat's like, can I get that raised? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm with you. So. <sighs> I mean, what what do you do there? Because it's like, I does it them? put does it put the micro? Can we just eat them? I wish. I let's just eat the rich. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. You know, every time somebody says that, there's a great Aerosmith song from back in the '90s that is actually called "Eat the Rich," and it's about what you think it is. And it was like, it was my like five year old introduction to that concept, or maybe it came out a little bit later than that. But you know what I'm saying. Um, so I just it puts it puts a weird spin on the Microsoft acquisition, and I don't know if it would be held up by any investigation that would be happening there because you have to assume possibly insider trading, which means they have to go through uh, all the Blizzard Activision. They got to go through Microsoft and have interviews and all that kind of shit. And as, and as far as I know, the feds have not actually approved the act. They haven't. That's the thing yet. And that's why this is also a big deal is if the feds think it smells fishy because of what's happening with Berkshire, they can put the kibosh on this whole deal. They can go, y'all are doing some shady stuff. Um, yeah. And it actually came out this last week where the filing came in from Microsoft about what they claim was the process of them going, okay, we're going to buy... Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. So that filing was just released this week because it has to be released publicly um, because they're both publicly traded companies. Um, 
and I don't know. This one might get kiboshed. And yeah. I think that's interesting because Berkshire screwed up. Um, that's right. NVIDIA and ARM, we had talked about this, I think, in the chat. But yeah, NVIDIA and ARM's uh, the purchase got called off. NVIDIA did not get a chance to buy ARM as a manufacturer. That doesn't surprise me. Um, on the Activision side, and this kind of goes back to kind of like, like activism and what we can do with things. Obviously, last year, all the stuff with Activision Blizzard broke, and a lot of people started deleting and saying, okay, we're not going to support them anymore. Sadly, it appears that it did not have the effect that we were hoping it was going to have, in yeah. that uh, Activision Blizzard made $8.8 .8 billion last year, which was just over $700 million more than they had made the year prior. Activision wasn't hurting, folks. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and it's kind of sad because you want to say that, you know, you vote with your wallet, you hear a vote with your wallet, vote with your wallet, vote with your wallet. But unfortunately, I think that a lot of this just ends up kind of getting lost in the noise. I don't think enough people are plugged in. And I just when you're talking about a company like Activision Blizzard, where their their revenues are north of eight billion. Yeah, I just don't know what you can do. Um yeah, uh, R.M. Brooks brought up in the chat, considering Buffett is notorious for saying he doesn't buy into tech stuff because he doesn't understand it, now made a ton of money on a game company, definitely raises some eyebrows. Exactly. Hathaway, Berkshire Hathaway started as a real estate speculator. He still does real estate with yeah. Berkshire. Um, I actually thought about using them I, to sell my last house. I will say, um, though, that, that as of late, Buffett has bought in significant amount of money with Apple and Amazon. So that's been a recent really established. Those are very established companies. In in the world of tech, they are old men. True. I would argue Blizzard Activision is as well, but I'm still... It's fishy. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's it fishy. is very fishy. You know, uh, I would not think of Blizzard... Acti I mean, maybe for Call of Duty, you would know the name Activision. Maybe you got pitched it, but... I mean, why does he that doesn't know that. I mean, yeah, why is your his first video game purchase in there? That's just... I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I'm it's not saying anything. Weird. It could, I mean, you know, the bit player saying uh, it's theoretically possible. He read the room and saw what was happening, but uh, it's, it's a hell of a coincidence. Let's put it that way. Uh, he knows Apple and Amazon, but he doesn't strike me as someone who knows video games. Yeah. Well, and again, it's not, it's not just him. It's, it's, he's got a boardroom of folks that then have their own boardroom of folks who are looking at all of this stuff. And how they get ahead in life is probably bringing the next big pitch to, you know, the team and stuff like that, you know? Oh, it absolutely is. And I can say I've I've been in the room with these people, not yes. at Berkshire per se, but I've been in boardrooms like this myself in my past life. Uh, these people don't operate on the wavelength and they're not going home on the weekends and playing WoW. Yeah. No. Um, they're they're not they're not leveling their they're not leveling their their night elf priest uh, while they're day trading, and it's not just video games. I'll say, outside of financial industries, like I have a a friend who worked on the Cabela's Brass Pro Shop merger on Wall Street, and he was a Wall Street guy, and the stuff he was telling me about the difficulties they were having with a lot of their Wall Street people. 
about understanding what the hell Cabela's was and why this was such a big deal. Because to New York Wall Street people, they're like, the fuck is Cabela's? Right. right. Like, they legit have no, like, mm-hmm. connection there. Like, it just doesn't jive for them. Exactly. They do not know what it is. Uh, they're grinding levels in golf. <laughs> yes, they are. They are grinding levels in golf uh, and tennis. See, see, most of y'all are West Coast people, right? So you don't really like tennis is a huge. It's not just golf. It's tennis. That's what the really rich people play because it's faster. You know, it's kind of like playing like Warhammer versus like skirmish games, because uh, you can play like three games of tennis in the time it takes you to do half a round of golf. Yeah. Um, and that's where the other rich white people go is tennis clubs. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, it was a big merger. Uh, I said I, I I got kind of the whole. A friend of mine was on that team that was doing that merger, and it was it was interesting to hear some of the the inside baseball stuff about what happened on Wall Street during that merger and, and getting it done. And so again, that's another reason why I'm kind of like when I saw this Berkshire article, it's weird. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, yeah. That's all I got with that one. That's all yeah. we got for tonight, actually. Um, I will you leave got- you with a pro tip from uh, Gator Pete in the chat. Apparently, do yourself a favor. Favor? Favor. <laughs> in these the trying words. times. Words are hard. Um, because something just popped off in the middle of this stream that I'm going to sidetrack into that, but um, go watch Gary Busey Pet Judge on Amazon Prime. Nice. Um, I didn't believe this was a thing. And then he told me about it and I had to go watch it and oh my god. Having done a commercial with that dude, Oh my God. <laughs> so in vibe, whatever you need to in vibe, it's only got one season, I think probably. Uh, and I guess go check it out. Cause wow. It's a ride. It's something else. Yeah. That weird. Yeah. It's, it's something else. I'll tell you that. Look, Gary Busey and Nick Nolte are like your weird uncles of showbiz. hundred percent. Okay. Strange like, people. Not not, not the racist, them. not the racist bad uncle, but that one uncle who's like, this one time I was in Tijuana. Let yeah. me tell you what happened. And you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to know this story. I just so we're talking about bad logos, and I'm gonna and I'm and I know that I am I'm being a little petty with this, but go look up the logo for Gary Busey Pet Judge. Uh, Germinator, TTRPGs are a bit easier to debug mid-game. Yes. Kind of? Kind of, but there's a, there's an interesting thing, and I actually was at the store the other day talking to somebody uh, who came in, and she uh, actually majored in game design and took stuff in tabletop RPG design, and we were talking about different RPG systems and the math that goes behind them. Uh, they're weirdly hard to debug. Yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna be honest. Somebody asked at the top of the show uh, before we had gone live, live, uh, if this this episode was going to be about a bunch of identical changes. 
Nah, I'm approaching 10,000 words right now. <laughs> we're working on it. For it. Um, I, I did something actually... to the hacking section last night that it either is going to completely throw the game off or it's going to do a lot of fun things. And when, I, when I tell people I, I owe people stuff, I actually owe Sean a review. I'm going to tell you guys the inside baseball. I owe Mallow a review of all the stuff. Um, it's not Narada. It's it's like 1.5 almost at this point for yeah, some we're, sections. We're tweaking. Um, and the best part is I'm going to give it to you for free because I yeah. like it. I, I'm very, I'm actually, when I wrote it, like, um, famously, I don't, I don't sleep. Uh, and what I wrote it about one o'clock this morning, I'm actually quite proud of how I came up about with this math. So I'm going to have to check his math. Yeah, you're gonna have to check my well, and it's not fully fleshed out, but I want to try. I want to. I want to uh, test it a little bit coming up in some of the store games. So if um, you're a hacker and you play in our store games, we might uh, try it out and see uh, if it works. Tabletop RPG GM can deviate from raw easier than a, a CRPG can go get scrubbed. This is true. Yes, this is very true. true. And anybody who's played with us, you guys, anybody who plays with Mel and I, and I was talking to to, to Wildling about this earlier today because she's talking work. She's going to be running a new. Uh, living campaign at the at the store soon, and she's you know she wants to make sure she gets right. I'm like, I'm like, let me tell you something about rules, right? <laughs> let me tell you something about rules. They're more guidelines. <laughs> me and Mallow, me and Mallow run rules light rules how we see it more often than not. <laughs> like we're pretty bad about it. Chat, but here's the thing. What one's in the chat? Like, if I should tell Alex about one of the things we did during Angel City Stories, we messed up on. Give me ones in the chat. Twos, if you think I should keep it a secret because it's really funny. But ones in the chat, if you think I should say it. Y'all, y'all, let him know. Oh, there's a lot of ones in there. <laughs> Holy smokes! <laughs> That's all ones, dude. It's all ones. Oh, it's even all the ones. emote one. <laughs> We got an emote one. By the way, we need to redesign the emotes, and we also need to redesign rewards because we still have yeah. rewards from Angel City. Uh, That's a preparation for one of the new shows for the rewards, for the bit rewards. We have we have the lewd one there. All yep. right, so I think the votes are in. So go ahead. <laughs> so you Is remember re regarding how Titus dies? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Fifteen people have come up to me after reading the rule book and watching the show and being like. You know, he shouldn't have died, right? And I was like, we talked about it in the break. Everybody was fine about it. And then I go back and reread the rule. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch. Not right. <laughs> and then I remember that you and I got so excited because we were like, yeah, we finally get to show a player death on screen and how cool it was. And yeah, and it's it made a great like, story. It, it ended up working out better because of the change. It did. Because that was that was the turn in Angel City Stories. So if you haven't watched Angel City Stories, go back and watch that. Um... Uh, Strag here. Oh, okay. So Strag is Kevin. Strag, those, Strag, correct oh, me yeah. if I'm wrong. Strag has been running a running campaign between two stores down in the Olympia Lacey area um, for what, probably f three years now. Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong. Billy is much cooler than Titus. I thought Billy was a lot more fun to play than Titus. You, you're very excited to bring him back. Yes. Go, go. Go watch it again, Gervinator, because you'll notice there was something very specific that happened when Billy came into the stream. Yes. That Mallow and I did very intentionally. And if you if you watch it, you'll see what the strategy there was yeah. with how we were structuring the player interactions and, and, and how we were structuring the story. 
Uh, so again, a little bit of inside baseball. At no point in Angel City did I know the beats of the plot overall. No, actually, that's okay? true. I did not. Now, there were story elements and things with factions and groups because we knew we were going to take it into Chaos Inc. and we knew we were going to take it into other stuff like the living campaign that happens at the store, uh, though not that in-depth at that time, that we knew was going to affect the storyline of Identico where Mallow would run certain things by me. He and I do that. And by the way, if you're ever designing something, you have a co-designer, we write a lot of stuff, but we always push everything past the other one. We never yeah. just like dump crap on the other one without at least talking to them first. Or or I just, right? or, or there's a lot of things, especially with the things lately, just being like, all right, you're just going to have to trust me on this one. <laughs> Yeah. But now we've no, been we never, doing this for seven and some change years. So when I say that, that so we kind of we're getting, yeah. But like he runs logos past me. We don't do story stuff without really, especially deep stuff without yeah running it past the other one. Um, but I didn't know the story beats. None of that was stuff that I was privy to because I didn't want to be. It it would mess with my reactions. Um. Uh. I, I know what you're talking about there, Tip. He wants he. He's asking about resolution. resolution from NorwestCon in 2019. And we're going to get it. Tip, we need a... I'm going to buy you a fucking Uber so you can get to the store. We, we, need, we haven't seen you. I haven't actually gotten to see you, Tip, since we did the ship day when the Identical books first came in pre-COVID. That's right, because the last one that we did up at uh, Zulu's, I think you were you were somewhere. You weren't able yeah. to make it that day. No, and that was right before I started running the campaign there. Yep. Um so yeah, Kevin's been running uh, an identical game. They have a whole Discord server. They do out-of-game role-playing all the time. Uh, Fun Fundamental three, Forces, I think, is the name of it. Yep. I want to say that's uh, Fundamental Forces. Yeah. And they, they are in character in parts of their thing. Like, that's the that's the amazing. fantastic I, part. I lurk in there all the time in, in Kevin's server, uh, their identical server. And because, um, of, because of certain travel schedules, we did not sign up for Norwest Con this year. So... I know it's coming yes. up in April, but um, it's the first time that we won't be there in a, a while. So, um, yeah. So I just I wanted to put that out there because so many people have come up to me in the store and been like, "Hey, you know this rule was wrong, right?" And I was like, da, 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 da. <laughs> "I don't even know which one was wrong. I don't really care." Billy yeah. was a lot of fun to play. Yes. Titus leaving was necessary for that story. Yep. Um, and it made it better overall in the latter half of Angel City. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a little surprised when Titus died, but you know what? I I don't have a problem with that for a couple reasons. A, you know, for us this is kind of performance art. It's it's fun, but it's it's work. Um, well, it, it was and, and what makes better story is yeah, better, right? Um, so. And, and also Speaking just which, the, the 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 so many twenties that night. So oh yeah, yep. Uh, Speaking of which, we have Identico tomorrow yes, at Gamers do. Heaven Seattle North. Yep, uh, I will be there. Mallow will be there. It's in Linwood for those people trying to figure out what Seattle North means. It's Gamers Heaven Linwood. Just yep. In We're fact, fine. yeah, just come there. Uh, but we'll be there six to ten. Yes, we sign books. We run games. Yes, it's we do. Fun. Story and player fun are more important than rules. They absolutely are. Yeah. And Mal and I have always believed that the rule of cool um, trumps rules is written. In fact, I think yep. we've written it in the book like I uh, four times, at least four or five times, especially in the uh, in the GM section. 
Yes. So, um, so we got a hell of a fallout to deal with tomorrow night too. In tomorrow night sessions, a bunch of new characters, like a bunch we of new characters. Dead ones. Yeah. We we, we got yeah. dead ones. We got stuff like that. It's it's gonna be interesting. Also, I may have recruited a new writer tonight for Identico, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's somebody we worked with years ago. Uh, and if you have a chance. Go look up the RPG Academy podcast back in 2017, 2018. We did a four-episode arc with that crew, the RPG Academy podcast. They're great. Um, one of their people is Caleb, yep, uh, who's on Chaos Inc. with us. But Michael, the one who runs a different Michael than the one that's on Chaos Inc., so yep. many Michaels, um, they did a four-episode arc uh, of Identico back in 2017, 2018. It's still up on their podcast stream. Um Go check that out, but uh, I, I'm in talks with Michael. I started a. We have we have a we have some, Well, there's a, we have a lot of irons in the fire um, with Identico because I think the other thing that I would probably say is uh, if you notice down below we have a new um, uh, we have a new sponsor, Michael from the RPG Academy. So I think his, he's on our Twitter. Um, uh, look for the RPG Academy on yeah. Twitter because he doesn't have a personal he just runs it through his brand one Yeah. Um, so go check them out yep. we do have a lot of irons in the fire by the way all y'all at the store and being able to run these games and seeing how much y'all love it has really like reinvigorated Mallow and I mm -hmm. in the development side it's hard um, being, a, being a creative and creator in, it, it's hard all around like yeah but it's it's the the feedback and seeing people buying the game playing the game having fun with the game that's what it's all about and so it it, it has really reinvigorated our creative process and i really appreciate all of y'all yep. who've been there playing with us and hanging out so thank you very much for that yes um one last time i think we're getting close to the close if you missed it before any sub spits anything like that tonight is going to go to one of the lgbtq charities down in texas who's helping them out so do that yeah um, if you got a prime sub anything like that uh hit us we, up we got a bunch right before earlier we get off. today yes thank you all who donated earlier today we really really appreciate your support and the support for this community um it yeah. really means a lot y'all y'all came through yeah no i appreciate it um, yeah. Other ways that you can support uh, the show. You may notice that down below we have a new uh, Twitch panel. And we'll put this in the show notes for our podcast version and for the YouTube. Uh, if you haven't already, go to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get the, the custom URL. Uh, we need 100 uh, folks over there. We're getting so, so close. So close for it. Uh, thank you, Strag, for cheering 100 bits. Appreciate that. That will be added to the list. Um, for those folks that... Uh, we had uh, Jessica. We had two more subs yesterday. Jessica and Christine Allen Riley uh, show up as well. Um, we have uh, a new uh, a new partner in uh, Strategy Roasters. Um, mm -hmm. So we have a link down below, and we'll put it in the show notes and everything like that uh, to get coffee. They work with a lot of uh, streamers and creatives like ourselves. Uh, we are talking with them. We're basically going to do uh, an identical I'm line like of coffee. <laughs> um, and I believe it's also getting carried at your store, Alex, if I remember correctly. Yes, in fact, the chat just noticed that. Yes. Yeah. We had our first big shipment. So not only will we be carrying it in store, you can buy it by the bag. Yes. But also 
that is the one that we're going to do because we're going to start selling coffee again or coffee as well soon. We were like, wait yep. a minute, we're in Seattle. Why aren't we selling coffee? Yep. Uh, so you'll have those when your coffee needs more strategy. Yes, exactly. Strategy. Uh, use code uh, Identico at checkout. Um, check it out. The tightest blend. Coffee enough to melt your face off. <laughs> Thank you, Germinator. I appreciate that. That was good. I like I that. Like we've been we've been going back and forth with uh, with the person that runs Strategy Coffee between Alex and myself of like, all right, would we do? Because I ordered just to try this before we kept going. Um, I ordered what they call the halfway house, which is a medium roast. Because I'm always kind of figuring, you know, start there and you know you can go up or down. Um, yep. It's actually really good. I've been drinking it throughout the show tonight, so I'm gonna be wired for sound. But it's really good. Uh, I actually really enjoy it. So now. We got to figure out what uh, what kind of blend we would like to work with them for that. So, uh, please, if you can, go hit them up. Uh, we also our whole thing is that we support small creators like ourselves uh, mm -hmm. because a rising tide lifts all boats. Uh, there is a new merch coming. Uh, speaking of Wildling, and I have uh, another iron in the fire there, I and just I just spoke with somebody down down there. Uh, by yeah. the way, I just heard about this today. Wild was like, oh, by the way, you know this is happening, right? Oh, like, yeah, no. no. Yeah. So I'm like, is this under? She's like, I think it's going to be under the humanoid banner. Yes. And I was like, okay. Very much so. Like, well, apparently I'm doing this now. Yep. That's good. It. You don't worry about Some it. Of you run the retail front. We got this. Y'all, some of y'all seen the preview for this at the store. I didn't realize what the brand name was going to be until today. <laughs> I was told about the brand that's being run under one of the companies that I own, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm just laughing because there's so many things going on that she was like, I think this is going under your brand. And I was oh, like, Oh, it very much is. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> it's uh, it's already on sale on our site. If you go to playidentico.com uh, play slash merch. Of what's to come. And yeah. boy, and was I y'all don't know what's about to come she's very excited i was very excited i it's very like you said it was a tr when i brought it out you were like it's a triple entendre and i'm like yes it is on and, many levels about to get worse yeah it's um, gonna be so good and by worse i mean so much better but <laughs> that's coming also hero forge we're an affiliate yes we are there's lovely folks here look at these fancy minis you can make uh they do 3d custom printed minis they're awesome. There's a guy on a motorcycle with a sickle chain and a machine gun. All right. Go check them out. They are awesome. Please do. Uh, uh, especially if you want to make robs. They got a lot of robots there. Uh, they don't quite you can do some robots. You can do some you can do some robots. You can do some you rail guns. It. Yeah, you can make it happen. You can do it. We, so. We've we've done it. Uh, so go check those those folks out. Uh, here's it's order PIM and tech. Yep. Yep. Um, yes, it is. I kind of want to leave this. We always say stay weird uh, at yep. the end of the cast. I want to say this. Stay kind. I, I think right now yeah. with everything going all on, the thing that I want to say to y'all is be kind to each other. I'm, I'm going to Bill and Ted it up, right? <laughs> right? Be righteous. Be righteous no, to yourselves. Be, be be awesome to each other. Yes. Okay. Like, be kind. Yep. That that's that's what the fuck we're missing right now is some kindness to our fellow human beings. Yes. So, be excellent to each other. Thank you, Bit. I appreciate that. Chat still okay. undefeated. Love I it. want I want Keanu. Right. Yeah. 
You're awesome. Be excellent. I to might each cut other. that into the to the video. Okay. Now. Uh, be excellent to each other. Do some heart hand. Like yeah, just be kind. Okay, like it's rough out there these days. Yeah, it's been rough for the last few years. Like literally, like we got 2016 and then we rolled into a pandemic and it's just been. It's been a battle, and we appreciate the community y'all been here for Identico, the community y'all at the store, the community y'all create with each other. But again, be kind. Yep, that's that's kind of where I want to be. Or, or as or as I like to say at the end of every one of these episodes, not only be kind to each other, but be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Mm-hmm. Drink your water. Take your vitamins. Stay weird. We love you so much, and we will see you next week. All right. See you next week. Ah! Good night, everybody. Good night.